what do you get if you love Bruce Lee, James Bond, black exploitation, the show Kung Fu, black dynamite, Batman, animation, and guys, you have Batman, Soul of the Dragon. Welcome back to A Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Where we give you at least one review a week. Spoilers. In 2021, Batman Soul of the Dragon came out on direct-to-DVD, Blu-ray. You've been telling me to watch this for the longest time, even though I bought it before me. Um, yeah, I bought it before you. Got it on Black Friday sale, what have you. And you kept telling me watching it. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah, 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 I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I regret not watching it sooner. <laughs> this is my cup of tea throughout all of the Batman, Superman, Justice League, Wonder Woman animation since they started. This has Angel written all over it. It has our childhood written all over it. Yes. It has my love of Bruce Lee, James Bond with the Sean Connery and Roger Moore era, black exploitation films. It's like Jim uh, Kelly, like Black Dynamite, Jim like Kelly, reference. Black Dynamite, like I, I mentioned, the music over there, especially the music, it was definitely in, this, in the line of Enter the Dragon music score and as well as James Bond music score, even the tempo. But mm-hmm. I have to say, this is not a Batman film. No, not not your traditional Batman film. First of all, right, it's, this it's is like a standalone film. It's not like in any right. timeline for the DC world. Honestly, Batman is—he's just like the like the the like when you watch a movie and they say Robert De Niro's in this film or Mark Hamill's in this film and like and really they're only there for like five to ten minutes because they're not right. really the star, but they're the star to bring in people to view. That's what right. happened here. Uh, uh, Richard Dragon is like your main star, actually. Well, yes, he is the main star, correct? And it starts off just like a James Bond film. And it says of uh, trying to get a score or complete a mission, and yeah. he does. But originally, he's Russian in the comics. Really? Yes. And they gave him Dragon. That's a, that was his nickname. It's like his name is like Richard Chalkowski or something like that. Is is a Russian name or Polish name? And for here, they made him Asian. Of course, making him look closer to Bruce Lee. It's kind of like uh, what they wanted to do with Iron Fist because people wanted Iron Fist not to be white. Uh, well, I mean, he was created not no, he was actually created relatively recently. Uh, he was co-created by Dennis. O'Le- I'm not gonna say Dennis O'Leary. That's that's not true. Dennis O'Leary is not true. That's a comedian. Uh, um, <laughs> I want to say Dennis O'Neill. There you okay. go, Dennis O'Neill. He was one of the creators. He- so Richard Ra- uh, Richard Dragon is a relatively new character overall. Yes, he. Is like in the early two thousand, or maybe let me let me just double check again because all the other um, characters what? were like pretty. Uh, they're they're pretty, you know. They now I'm tongue tied. All the stable, other characters, right. they're stable. They they've been there a while. Like you had Ron's Tiger, uh, uh, was it Shiva? You had uh, was it King Cobra? Yes, and, and then you had uh, the leader of the. Uh, the was it the Snake Organization? I forget their name. Snake. I don't know. <laughs> But, I want to no, call him Cobra I, I Kai, apologize. but then. No, no. <laughs> but to apologize, I apologize. Um, Dennis O'Neill, one, one of legendary comic book writers, he created this character in the 70s. So you're pretty much correct. 
in a sense of he was like DC's answer. Well, I won't say DC's answer to Iron Fist because they also had the Karate Kid that was also DC. True. And he was called the Kung Fu Fighter and he, for, for Richard. What I like about this movie is the, the actors, even though this is animation and so there's no live action here, so it could be anyone voicing these characters. But you have the main characters, Richard Dragon, uh, Lady Shiva, and the Bronze Tiger, even though it's not, he's only nicknamed there instead of once. It, the voice actors are actually martial artists. Ben, the Bronze Tiger, is played by Michael Jaw White. Lady Shiva is played by um, Kelly Hugh. And Richard Dragon is played by Mark Diskaskas. And they're all legit actors, but as well as trained martial artists, especially yeah. Mark and michael they've competed they're raised on martial arts uh training throughout their lives so you have that there now kelly she trained but she i don't think she was like really competing or something like that but she's been in plenty of dc projects the arrow and she played she was, uh, she was an arrow did she play she's Shiba also in, in i don't know if she played Shiva, but she it was a white hair so i can't remember the character of that but she also played, she's in Young Justice. I think she plays Jade there. I think her name is Jade in that. Jamie yeah. Chung from the real world and from that Fox X-Men show and the Hangover film. She's in this. She's, she plays Jade in this, in this incarnation. I mean, Michael Jew was also in uh, X-Men 2. She fought Wolverine. That's right. She was Lady Deathstrike. Mm -hmm. And Michael Jaw White, he reprises his role of the Bronze Tiger because he played that role in Arrow. True. So it's kind of cool to see that. And then you have the the guy playing Batman. He's the the Grim story is the Grim uh Grim show that was on also yeah, on the Grim. C was it CW? Yeah, CW. No, I think I think that was I think that was MW. I think that was uh, NBC. No, no. I think you might be right. No. You might be right. Yeah, I think I am. Uh, <laughs> David. Uh, in Tolly. I can't say his last name, so I apologize for messing up your name. And then you have the iconic legend James Hung playing old sensei. We know him from Revenge of the Nerds. We know him from Everywhere All at Once. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm -hmm. uh, we also know him from Big Trouble in Little China. He's also in Ninja 3 The Domination. Side thing. He's also in... Kung Fu Panda playing the father, duck, whatever, the goose, whatever. He's been in, like, I think he has the record of, like, how many projects he's been in. Yeah. Like, he, maybe a thousand. It's like, it's like he's been in a thousand projects, be it show, movie, animation. Yeah, he's in it, too. So it was just great. So it had, like, everything, like, in a big-ass cooking pot of our childhood, like we mentioned before. And it was good. And the action yes. in this was, like, overload. This is the most action I've seen in any DC movie. Besides close enough, I'll say close enough it is Superman Shazam, The Return of Black Adam. There was a lot of action in that as well for a short film. Well, I would say this, I like because uh, that there's a lot of movies out there, it's hard to say that they're all like not up to the par, but the action was very crisp and very clean. And I would say mm -hmm. it, like it's it is some of the best action I've seen. Like the fight scenes uh between like when they first show Shiva at the at the training hall or dojo, whatever you want to call it, it uh, where no, when the, you, it, there's a lot of moments that are homages to Enter the Dragon, 
first of all. Oh, yes. Oh, which we'll touch on. This one is one of them to me. It was that scene where the the guy who like uses the bottle and she's like, "You must fight with honor" and that kind of thing, and he's like, "Screw your honor." Oh, oh that also reminded me of Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah. In in that in that setting, and he that fighter with the bottle kind of reminded me of Chuck Norris. Yeah, but he also reminded me of the guy Bruce Lee wanted revenge on in Enter the Dragon. Bob Wall, um, that guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, they kind of look. It was like an amalgamation of the two. She's like, "I don't need a weapon. I'll use my hands." And then she takes him out. I'm like, "Oh yes!" Oh, she made him. She made him drown in his own blood. Yeah, but like, it was like very vicious. It is, but that's but, that's Shiva, the deadliest woman alive. I uh, mean, that was very reminiscent. That kind of scene was also reminiscent to we so the bottle of Enter the Dragon. As well as the music, like I said before, but also mm-hmm. in where we see Richard Dragon trying to enter the Bruce's club, and the bouncer is trying not not letting him go in, and he does what Bruce Lee does in Enter the Dragon with his guy bothering him on the boat. Yeah, the art of fighting without fighting. I was appreciating that, and then what was another? One? Oh, the the snake. It, it was, the snake pit was also another Enter the Dragon moment for me. When, oh no, uh, that was Conan. Well, it was a combination for me. Like I get the Conan reference for uh, that you're making. You got that one right. Yeah, the, but the, the, with the prostitute. Yeah, with the prostitute. But then also that also is like very Enter Dragon ish because hey, he dealt with a lot of prostitutes, not Bruce Lee, but the main villain. But he always had like these traps and rooms uh, on his island, and like if, mm-hmm. if he didn't do what he wanted, like he'll set up like torturing uh, things, and he just sit there and watch, like what he did to Jim Kelly. Well, no, no, with he Jim tortured, Kelly, he tortured Jim Kelly. Yeah, but we don't see that. Yeah, but you know, it's the well. There was also the room where he uh, captured Bruce Lee and had him right and like that. Right, and plus there's a cobra in there because Bruce Lee caps the cobra and then uses that cobra as a distraction mechanism to able to dial nine one one or SOS on the Morse code. True. See, it was a roundabout way, but I got there. (laughs) <laughs> right. No, I mean, yeah, this movie is a total homage to the 70 era. I was looking at the behind the scenes before we started reviewing, and they were showing that, you know, this is ex- executive produced by Bruce Tim, you know, the legend of Batman, the animated series mm-hmm. that we grew up on. So he was, he wanted to do something like that. And then you have Sam Liu. I'm saying his last name probably wrong, but he's he directed so many Batman animation, Super Justice League, Superman movies already. And he said this was like his biggest hurdle in the sense of how how heavy it was with the action especially with martial arts because martial arts as we know as being both martial artists the technique has to be right to make it believable yeah you just can't have action and just have things explode or you don't have it here there's no really explosion no big ass planes or what have you to cover up or to substitute the action like we have here with a hand-to-hand combat Mm-hmm. And we've talked about um, it countless times, like in great examples, Iron Fist, you know, that was a great example. If you're not on point with your martial arts skill on screen, it's going to show. And uh, show, yep. and in uh, Avatar, Last Airbender, the live action. I never saw it. Never saw it. But you can tell just by the trailer, their martial art is not a second to anything. Right. One day you'll watch it and one day you'll you'll be angry at me. Um <laughs> This is I'm str- and I know people who worked on it, and I still refuse to watch it. Yeah, I've watched anime all the time, and and like, and you've watched it sparingly, but like, kept up with the DC. Like, we used to uh, joke and talk about like how the Street Fighter animation had some of the best fights, even to this and day. And it still does. 
Still does. does, yes. Still holds up. But I, but I would dare say this is not that far behind. Like as far as like when you're looking at the the, the technique of it for the DC project, it's very good. Yes and no. It, it, this is a little more flashy, of course, of course, than the Street Fighter movie, uh, the animated movie. Still good. And, and again, for us being martial artists and training, we can recognize the technique and appreciate the technique done in this film. Personally, I find it the Street Fighter is better overall in a sense of main ta- maintaining technique of each character. Where mm-hmm. here, it kind of lends in. They all like have They're the all, same technique kind of situation. Well, they're under the same master. Yeah. For the most part. Which they have some strengths. If we're going with the old school, like uh, comics, like they technically trained under different masters, I think, if I remember right. correctly. And course, then, yeah. I mean, Bruce fighting styles Bruce, were different. Right. There's times where Bruce trained under Lady Shiva, especially when he got his back broken. He went to her to retrain and stuff like that. Now, even though everything overall is a great film, very entertaining, easy to follow. It's a little predictable, a little bit. Yeah. But also being trained martial artist, I have some issues with some technical aspect. And I think they're doing they did it in a way because how in the seventies and early eighties, when they made these movies, when they're showing the, the Orient or Asia, they just blend everything together. Mm-hmm. And where here is like it makes no sense, in my opinion, to call someone O sensei which is a Japanese term, and the instructor is like a Chinese monk, like you have in Kung Fu with David Carradine. Her uniforms is not Japanese, it's Chinese. True. If you call and, uh, and enter a dragon, all those uh, soldiers, if you will, training on the island, they're wearing karate gi, even though Han was a former Shaolin monk. He became renegade monk, and he disbanded from that. Stuff like that, I saw, I was like, they couldn't get that right. I mean, they could have called O-sensei, because I know O-sensei in the comics that he was there, right? Yeah. But they could have just called him Sifu, because that's Chinese for a master. I would have been okay with that if they said that. If you call him O-sensei, fine. Then have him in more Japanese attire and have the students wearing Japanese attire. And for me, I'm just a, like that. The little minor details. Now, for someone who doesn't know, they don't know. They're not, they're not going to catch it. And that's fine. I understand that. But for like us, I'm going to catch it like, like in Karate Kid with that, where I see them wearing karate geese or they're wearing geese, fine. But why are they wearing Chinese shoes? Those Kung Fu slippers that we grew up on. Instead of wearing like Tabai socks or wearing the sandals with the split toe. I mean, I get why not? That. Yeah. So, I mean, just like, just like that. That's minor in compared to everything. Now, that sword that Lady Shiva had, is that the same sword or a similar sword to Katana? I thought it was. but uh, Right? Because it, it said it captured the soul and right. absorbed it. So I, and I do, I want to say there are storylines where Shiva and Katana are, are going at opposing each other and they're competing for. So, a matter of fact, uh, what was it? Uh, not the Batman. But it was like uh, the uh, you Beware were, the Batman. Beware the Batman. You were a big fan of that. I remember watching that. I was guy. a big fan, yeah. And Katana had it and Shiva was in there and they were competing over to getting that sword. They would always try and fight each other to get that sword back and forth from each other. I dare say that's the same sword, unless there's multiple swords that do this. But Well, I mean, just for the story. So I'm just thinking it's like they just used it for the story's sake. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's like, well, 
then it would have been kind of cool instead of like if it being Jade. Here. Yeah. Or if Jade was instead of her, it was Katana. But I guess if she died, it would make no sense then, maybe. Yeah. I guess. I mean, they uh, injured, yeah. they had Chester, uh, Cheshire Cat there, which uh, for me is like a good callback for like Young Justice. Chester Cat? Che- uh, Cheshire. Cheshire. She was the one with the mask. Is that the one you're thinking that's Jade? Yeah, that's why I thought it was. Right. That's ah. the same person, no? No, Are no. Are they the same? So Katana wears a mask too, but Cheshire Cat wears a mask that's like more cat-like with a big grin. And right. I, no, that I understand. Yeah, that yeah. I, I got. I thought I thought Jade was her, or maybe there's another Jade in in Young Justice. I think there is another Jade. I want to say there's another Jade. Okay. But Cheshire I'm Cat uses the so. the size. Right. right. Cheshire is the the one that's the sister to Artemis. Okay. Yeah. So so many characters. Sometimes you just get confused. What was your favorite? moments here because i mean there are so many good moments in I, this action what was your favorite one i mean there's like, moments that like caught me off guard okay this definitely caught me off guard the moment where they're fighting a possessed o sensei o sensei is just pretty much wrecking them all you're thinking richard dragon he's holding his own maybe he's the one or whatever to do whatever and then he's like ridiculing Batman. He's like, Oh, hey, I know what I gotta say. And he's like, I, And you wear a cape. Like, what good is a no. cape? <laughs> Did he say that? Did he say that? So, he's something along those lines. I'm going by memory. I remember, he, I remember, no, because I, I mean, I just watched it again. No, he says, You're like, the, you're the weakest of the crew. Mm-hmm. What do you possess that the others don't? And this is when the smoke is all up in the air. Oh, man, and then you, right. hear, he, then you hear Batman go, A cape. And he wraps his <laughs> head in the cape. And he snaps right. his neck. Well, first of all, because like the way we grew up, Batman don't kill. Oh no, he was killing and letting people kill left and right here. I know, but I did not anticipate killing with a cape. <laughs> right. So that was a clever moment. And then, of course, Solo Sensei comes back up. I love the fact that they made fun of Batman and Bruce Wayne, uh, like in uh, multiple times. Like, uh, like when you talk, like he goes, "So you had to leave and- to get dressed and come back." Like, why couldn't you? <laughs> he calls him out on that. Oh, I'm just. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing when uh, Richard and they're together at the club and those ninjas in blue or the blue ninjas come in. Yeah, yeah. And st- instead of just staying there and fight, he's like, he literally ran away to waste that time to put on his outfit on. I was like, really? And I'm thinking also, he's in the island where it's hot and the, you know, the human is going to wear that hot ass suit. Yeah. And everybody gets a turn at, right. at digging him. Like, was it Lee Shiva's like, what's with the costume? <laughs> He's like, you're the one, you're the one that's playing Batman. Oh yeah, oh you're the Batman, and then also Ben calls him White Rice. <laughs> yes, that was in their flashback. <laughs> like, listen, White Rice. But no, he also called them that in the, at the end of the film too. Oh yeah, because when, it keeps going. Does he know? Because they because Bruce disappears into the to the zone, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Where's White Rice? Who is that girl with the white hair? His girlfriend." I, I mean, uh, a silver sink cloud. I don't remember is, her in the comics. She's in the comics. Uh, she's like one of the love interests that he's had, and um, I think she. I can't remember if Silver Sink Cloud was a member of the Corps of Owls. I want to say Silver Sink Cloud has been a, like an on and off character. And I think okay. they used her character in the Gotham show. I haven't watched that, so I don't know. Basically, okay. one of many Bruce uh, love interests that he, he can't hold down. I even like the flashback I, moment with Bronze Tiger. Like his recap and storytelling. Oh yeah, that kind of remind me also like Indiana Jones and the, and the Temple of Doom, where this or the flying and there's like 
or traveling through the map and kind of like that. But I love the sounds too. The the, the hit sounds very rem- reminiscent of Enter the Dragon and the Big Brawl with Jackie Chan. Yeah. Very uh, Warner Brothers, uh, Fred Windrop, uh, Robert Klaus, uh, director of that. You know, they had that special that had that certain sound effect of when fist to face or fist to body uh, made. So I was kind of appreciative of that. What was a now good moment me, for you? The opening scene with Richard Dragon. He comes out, you know, yeah, uh, pretty good. he comes out in the Enter the Dragon black silhouette suit. He fights the guys with that apple in his mouth. It's very smooth. Very smooth. And then he's as he escapes, he does a spinning roundhouse kick to kick the grenade back. He at the same time, he expl- he breaks through the glass to open up his parachute, and then lands on a boat, just like a James Bond film, or Dean Martin's The Wrecking Crew, mm-hmm. and which was a spinoff of James Bond, as well as In Like Flint, another spinoff of James Bond, uh, starring James Colburn. And he lands on a boat with ladies in bikinis, pours himself some champagne. And then goes right into the credits. That's what I like that because it set the tone again. It lets you know this is how it's going to be. It's not that typical superhero movie. It had a different flair, different approach. Does it need to be called Batman and Soul of the Dragon? No, it could have been just called Soul of the Dragon. Yeah, and like Batman's in it. Kind of like um, Batman and Arkham Asylum. Yeah, well, they they started with Batman there too, but like, oh, was right, it was it Arkham like, Asylum but, first and then Batman? No, it was. Batman Arkham Asylum. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Batman Assault on Arkham Asylum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that. That one. Where yeah, he's in it very little. It's all about the other characters. But since he's the selling vehicle, mm-hmm. his name's in the title. Yeah. yeah. It was good as a title by itself. Because I was hooked mm-hmm. on looking at it. I'm like, it's all the dragon. Let me check this out. But right. you're right. Like the music score puts you in that environment at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't bad music cho- chosen. The, oh, no. the sound effects to go with it, just to kind of bring it back circle, like the voice actors. It was a relatively small cast, uh, considering, mm-hmm. but all the voice actors pretty much, I think, brought something to the table. At least, like, I like Richard Dragon being performed by Mark uh, Dacascos, Fronsager. We already t- talked about that. I all I could hear, although when he was talking, is just black dynamite. Yeah, well, not so much because he he. He didn't do it because Black Dynamite has a little bit more sass. A little deeper, a little more sass, a little more deep. I was hoping, though, he did his key eyes. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> Even though it resembles more of Jim Kelly's key eye. But if he did that, it would have been just a little, it would have been icy on the cake. It would have been perfect. Yeah. For reviews, though, on Rotten Tomatoes, is ranked at 93 percent by the critics and 68 by the audience i know from the critics is only 15 reviews 15 critics reviewed it but the audience is over 250 and i'm sorry i'm with the critics on this one yeah. here for nostalgia reason only not only but majority wise nostalgia this movie knocked it out of the park Overall, this took me back to my childhood in a way of when we used to watch Kung Fu Theater on Saturday early afternoon in that aspect, mm-hmm. even though that time was strictly like Kung Fu films, but it had a, a, a touch of everything here that it just made me feel like I was 
11 years old again. Yeah. I mean, I got the, the useful feel, but it was different for me because for me, all those <laughs> old school martial art films were from like your library of collection of films that I would like right, right. around, see and all those stuff. Uh, uh, my majority of my martial art films were from you that I would watch. Correct. So like, right. I remember that. And like that brought me back to there. And then I would hearken back to that. And so, yeah, nostalgia is heavy on this. It hits you hard, but in a good way. A total love letter, like I said, to the 70s. Oh, I'll say this. Faust, 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 the the butler, second-in-command guy with the snake body. He's the one that reminded me of a, uh, an Indiana Jones villain. Yes, and also Conan. James Earl, James Earl Jones' character turned into a snake. Yeah. Like, why did it have to turn green? Like, his face is white, but then his arms turn green. Oh, for me, because they were turning into snakes. Yeah, but snakes are all colors. Doesn't have not all snakes are green like lizards. Like, majority of lizards are green. I guess everybody associates it with like. I mean, they were in a brown cave. You can't do like brown snakes. It blends in with the cave. (laughs) I guess I don't know. Just something minor. Oh, I did like also when Lady Shiva uh, fought for the sword. And she only had it. She was only allowed to use one finger. When Own Sensei was like, "If if you really don't believe, I'm paraphrasing, of course. If you don't yeah. trust my decision, why don't you fight her?" And he lets her, Shiva fight her and like only use one finger. Well, no, no, she, it wasn't. They didn't. She didn't fight Jade. Jade disapproved yeah. of Lady Shiva getting the sword. She thought that homeboy um, Rip, correct, Rip Jagger, that. He deserved it because he was there longer than her. So like seniority, even though actually Richard Dragon was longer there. Mm-hmm. But to O-sensei's view, it wasn't who was longer, who was more deserving. And he said, okay, Rip, do you feel that you want the sword? you deserve the sword? And he says, yes. Okay, well, fight Lady Shiva for it. And then Lady Shiva, yes, O-sensei. You can only use one finger. And, and then Ben goes, what the hell? <laughs> and then she starts to embarrass him with using that one finger. I think uh, if I had to guess why the fans gave it such a low score, it's not your traditional DC film. It's uh, definitely doesn't. Uh, it's it's an Elseworlds story, so mm-hmm. it's far from what people are used to. And the pacing and style is way different than what people are used to uh, when they come to watch a Batman uh, or DC right. animated film. So if you're well, coming in with also, that narrow mind, then you're gonna be disappointed in that sense, right? And it's plus you, it's not Batman's in it very little. It's a period piece that many viewers are not familiar with. You mean our generation? Yes, but those younger than you probably won't get it or understand it or know where it's coming from. So that's probably over their head. So that's probably why. Mm-hmm. But. Me, I love it. It's worth the watch. It's worth the buy. It's worth multiple viewings, and I'm sad that I didn't see it sooner. <laughs> I mean, I saw it because I wanted to review it because you recommended it so many times, and I, on the way back from Trinidad, I had a, like a five-hour flight, so I put my laptop on, and then I just watched it. And I was laughing. People may have heard me on certain, certain ports. I was laughing because I saw where they were coming with, with their Easter eggs or their influence of certain scenes oh also another bruce lee thing when he takes off his shirt which is a very bruce lee thing yeah that richard dragon does real quick from the chinese connection 
Oops, hit the phone, hit the microphone. But <laughs> he, does the, he does it real quick. It's like almost like how the last dragon does the same thing. He does his arms real quick yeah. before he gets to his fighting stance. I saw it because they did a really kind of close up that you couldn't really see the arms move, mm-hmm. but just enough that you can recognize it for true Bruce Lee fans. You can tell. So yeah. All right, guys. That is our DCness review of Batman: Soul of the Dragon. If you have a show or a movie you would like us to watch, please leave a comment below or email us at tellsatwobros at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you, too.